Good morning and welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran and uh, of course I'm joined this morning by my co-host Mr. Rob Greenlee. Another Sunday show. I was uh, on a jet plane last night, Rob. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we're just uh, traveling around these days. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. Uh, and, and, and I had uh, last week just an insane flight schedule. I, I, it took me 20 hours to get to Florida because of Houston, and then they rerouted me crazy on the way back. So it wasn't as bad, 15 hours to get back, which is normally about an 11-hour trip. So I went to yeah. to Newark and then, but I did get an upgrade all the way home. So I can't, you know, and it's better than have five feet of water in your house too. So I'm I'm not complaining. No, that's true. Yeah, we can't complain. Definitely that that hurricane really disrupted a lot of air traffic too. Yeah. So so it's yeah. sad, uh, you know, in that situation. I've I've been with been without power at times, and yeah, it wasn't wasn't good, but. Anyway, everyone, welcome to the show. We've got a lot to talk about, and today I'm putting on my Master Inquisitor hat. So, uh, <laughs> Rob is. I can't uh, imagine what that might be about. No, no, not not at all. I'm 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 ready here to be uh, do the Spanish Inquisition on Rob. So, you know, only thing is, is he is he's not here with me, so I can't use the stretching machine and the gallows, you know, to squeeze answers out of him. So, uh, but we'll. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I already know about the stretching machine. That's how I got so tall, Todd. So. <laughs> but of course, I'm referring to the uh, the merger of Blog Talk Radio and Spreaker. So we'll save that for yeah. a little bit later and see if we can. That's right. You gotta you gotta wait around a little bit in order to catch that. No, yeah. Just just kidding. Because we'll get to it when we get. Yeah, to it, Federico right? said he was gonna. He you were banned. You 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 couldn't do the show no more because uh, of all this. But anyway, it's it'll be all in good fun, and <laughs> and we'll try not to get Rob. Oh, sure. Try not to get Rob fired today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll go to extra effort on that one. <laughs> no, no, no. And you, and you're 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 a big boy. You're gonna be able to 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 stay stay clear of my inquisition. Yes. Yeah. That's true. So anyway, we're, you know, it, it, I wish we could have done a show last week, but again, I'm, I'm at fault. I was, you know, again, traveling, but so, wow. What do you, what do you think of podcast movement? What's your, what's your takeaway from, you know, well, it definitely felt a little different this year, but, uh, but it was, it's, it's normal, you know, um, Jared and, and Dan did, did a great job of pulling yeah. the event together and. And I thought it was, you know, uh, it definitely was Corral and Cats. So I think they did a great job of of, of taking it to the next level. I think I, I, you know, every year they they keep surprising me. Yeah. <laughs> about what they can do. You know, um, it just gets more more professional and handling more people, and it's just uh, it's really great. Yeah, I I, I think that I was. Um... You know, I, I think I gave him one, I think I gave Dan one piece of feedback and that was it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, but otherwise I never had people sitting on the floor during a session. I had people on the floor, Rob. I mean, they were literally sitting on the floor Yeah. and, and you know, and even our Saturday and a Saturday, our Friday session which would normally be kind of like this, you would be worried because some people would already maybe be headed home near the end of yeah. the event. Even that was 
good. You know, we, we had a full house for that too. So yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't, no complaints whatsoever on the, um, on the, uh, you know, attendance in, in the room. So if other sessions were as full, they need bigger rooms. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if the, all the sessions were that way or not. I know my other session was maybe three quarters full, so it wasn't, uh, you know, and I wasn't really expecting it to be, uh, but still packed, packed like that. I mean, geolocal podcast is not for everybody. Well, so. three quarters on a geo, geo coastal or geo. Yeah. Geo. Yeah. That's still local podcast. Yeah, geolocal. yeah. That's still big. Yeah. That, that's probably still 60 people. Yeah. You know, and I was trying to, oh, count. Yeah, I was definitely. trying, I was trying to count those rooms and, they actually had to turn people away. They were worried about, you know, fire marshal stuff. If they could actually get out because they had them on the wall. You know, it was packed end to end. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm very, very pleased with that. Um, the nighttime events, I, I didn't, uh, I, I stayed in the hotel. I didn't get to the nighttime events. Did you get to the nighttime events? Yeah, I did. I went to, to both of them. Um they were, they were, well, mostly they were outside. So well, the, they the, actually had them outside. Yeah. The one that yeah. was after the awards that went to, uh, that event I didn't go to, we ended all up at, at the pool, you know? So, Oh, okay. That first night. Yeah. I went to the one that, after the awards and it was on like the rooftop of a building or a hotel or oh. a building or something like that. I'm not right. sure what it was. Um, and it was great because it was outside, which means it, there isn't that echo or that that um, sound decibel level. Yeah, <laughs> you know, two or three hundred people in a room, and everybody's trying to scream over the top mm-hmm. of others to to hear each other. That's cool. so it didn't have that issue. So it was really great in that way. Now speaking of the awards, everyone, Rob wore tux. So I uh, did. So we uh, well. I, have a half tux. Okay, you, you, you still were the best best dressed man there. So uh, okay, yeah, there you go. And uh, I think the uh, Rob came walking into the. I was introducing Rob, and uh, for some reason I was nervous as a cat. I don't know why, but uh, really? yeah, it, you know, I, I don't know. I just well, here's what it was. We were preceded by like these incredible speeches and introductions. You know these these uh, dialogues of uh, I, I was just like I, I I've taken like you know talking points, but people had these like before <laughs> us. I had these really ex- exotic and introductions, and I'm like oh, I am gonna look like a turd. Um, <laughs> no, it, so I was funny. you know I I added a few things. So I was you know thinking some because uh, you know and then of course you 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 had to follow. Loria and you had to follow Elsie who both did these like and I'm just like wow and I was impressed it really they did a really good job on the awards matter of fact you got your got your trophy there is it sitting anywhere close actually I don't have it right here with oh, me no I don't oh, yeah. so it's actually you'll have to still have, in its little box you'll have to yeah. you have to have it out next show so we can show it to the audience it's beautiful that that hunk of it almost feels like a hunk of metal but it isn't it's uh it's a solid glass crystal, something. It's it's heavy. Oh, it certainly weighs as much as a hunk of metal. That's, that's for sure. right, right. It's. Yeah. I told you it was it was going to be heavy, didn't I? Oh yeah. So. Definitely. 
but uh you know it was uh you know i i think the um the awards went a little long they started a little late um but other than that uh you know it's a great event you know i think the you know this year as a vendor uh in years past uh we had encouraged uh, the podcast movement team to try to keep us central you know basically be in the walkways or in the hallways or in a, a you know centorium or some some place where we could mm-hmm. get maximized foot traffic and the show grow, has grown and i think they had about 30 vendors you just they've got to the point where they can't do that anymore so we were in a more traditional uh trade show floor area mm-hmm. and um so you could definitely tell when sessions were in and out because of the traffic levels you know came on then went away came on then went away came on then went yeah, away exactly yeah and i did talk to dan about that and and he he told me that uh they wanted to keep all of the exhibitors right with all the meeting rooms too but i guess it was you know in different venues or different cities they have different you know rules around that stuff and it depends on what the facility is designed like right um the fire marshal won't let them um, put it in the hallway in some facilities, I guess. So it's it's one of the little things that, you know, they got to a certain size. The the event and the venue was a, at a certain size that they couldn't do that anymore. So um, that's why they had to stuff us away into that, well, big room. But, yeah. Um, kind of off off away from the the session where everybody hangs out because it would have been ideal to have oh, everybody oh my God. right in that that big room, right? Where yeah. everybody comes out of the meeting. Cause that's where everybody was hanging. Congregates. Yeah. There yeah. was, you know, that was where 90% of the people were hanging out and having conversations and as, as you would expect. So, you know, I think the, yeah. you know, the key to that is, and you know, and we have to take it upon ourselves too, is that, you know, in the afternoon, if we want to bring traffic into the room, we need to set up, uh, some sort of, you know, sponsor a beer, uh, you know, some beer or something, have, have some, some refreshments where it gives people, you know, where people know they can come and hang out and get a cocktail and, and, and chit chat, uh, in your area. Or they could have brought like the evening party into, um, the trade show area. And I know they traditionally that doesn't happen, but it really, what it does is it continues to pull the traffic into the, uh, um, into the trade show floor area. We can, we know we, we stayed busy. So I'm I'm not complaining. Oh, yeah. um, you know, we stayed busy and talked to a lot of people. But I, there, I know there's a lot of people that we miss because some people said, we didn't even know you were there. And I'm like, did you go into the trade show area? And they were like, well, I didn't even walk in there. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's where we were at. So, uh, you know, I yeah. that struck me as kind of funny. But that was only well, one, one, one comment of many. See, you know, yeah, that I could give some feedback to to Dan and team was I didn't see references to the exhibition area in their schedule uh, on the website. Uh, I don't know if you saw it in there or not. I didn't see much mention of it um, in there around its start time or it's it's even being active in there as part of their schedule. Um, so that would be one little feedback too. I you know I couldn't find uh, actually on the website what the what the hours were in relation to like yeah. all of the sessions and things like that. That even that led to uh, some confusion with even me because all of a sudden one afternoon they were shutting down and I'm like, why are you shutting down? Sessions just let out and you know yeah. we're, we're busy and the trade show floor was closing and I 
I was really confused. There, someone was shutting doors, and I went over and opened them up, not knowing, <laughs> yeah. not knowing that they were trying to close. And uh, yeah. you know, we were we were five deep then, you know. So uh, and they they were blinking the lights. I'm like, oh, I guess we're closed. And I was a little confused on my part too. So yeah, I think that if they just publish the hours, um, that'll clear that up. You know, and it is what it is when they publish hours. It's published hours. Yeah. Exactly. It's really, you know, and it did kind of shut down the exhibition at one point, and I, I think there was some sort of an event going on where right. everybody was supposed to be at. So it was um, the actually it was, it was the actual exhibitor slash speaker spon- uh, event that was held right in the exhibition area. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. But, but uh, you know, it's just you know it. Uh, I'm not going to give the guys a hard time. They did. They did a. They did a great job. They're a small team, you know. They pulled, yeah. they, they, they did. Oh, yeah. It's, I think they had, uh, I can't remember what he told me, Dan told me on how many they had registered. Maybe 1,700 registered, something around there. And then, you know, like any other event, uh, like maybe 80% shows up. But I, I would say there was, I don't know what their total headcount was, but it looked, based on the rooms being full, and they're running eight tracks, and then a you know some big rooms too. I, I you know there was easy easy twelve thirteen hundred. I don't know what what do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think so too. I I also think there was a fair amount of traffic that was coming through that wasn't registered. Too. A lot, <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of people with no badges. Yeah, it yeah. was okay. They were coming through and talking and uh, wanting you know. And I'm good with that, uh, you know, hall pass, uh, you know, so, hey, Dan, next year, do do a $20 hall pass and you'll pick up a, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, but you then, then you're going to have to kind of kind of filter people in different sections. I know that's what uh, uh, CES does and some of the bigger trade shows that they have, like security people that, well, they have people you know, that, look at their badges. Yeah, you have to check the badges. They go into the room, make sure they have the right kind of badge. Yeah. yeah but there was definitely. a lot of foot traffic. Yeah, definitely. Families coming through in bikinis too, so that was kind of interesting. I saw a couple of those people were <laughs> had been at the pool. <laughs> well, you know, and also one thing that was a little bit different about this year's event too was the was the involvement of of kind of radio people because of the the Jacobs Media folks doing a whole track. Yeah, I don't know, did you I, f- sense any kind of big difference in the, the the attendee kind of composition from that? Not at the booth. I didn't have this year. Unlike previous years, I had almost no radio traffic at the booth whatsoever. Maybe a couple. I had very little radio traffic whatsoever. So as far as them coming and seeing me, no. And I didn't go to those any of those sessions, so I don't know what the headcount was in those rooms. Did you look in there at all? I didn't get a chance to really make it to too many sessions at all. Um, that right. that was the reality for me. Yeah. Well, I you know, um, same thing. But I went to a couple. But- yeah. But you did, did you go to any of the actual Jacobs Media Track sessions? Did you go to any of those? No, I did not actually m- make it into any of those. Yeah, uh, me neither. <clears throat> now, one thing I know is that there was um, a lot of meetings going on in suites in the hotel. There was a lot of, a lot of meetings happening, sidebar stuff. There was media buyers there. Um 
the Gimlets, the Panaplies, those types of folks, they were all doing little side meetings. And, uh, you know, I had to laugh because um, I saw Leo on, uh, not the awards night, the next night, so whatever night that was, I saw Leo Laporte in the hallway and I walked up and said hi. I think he was there like on uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Whatever, Wednesday, yeah, whatever day. Yeah. It wasn't the awards night, but um, you know, walked up and said hi and said, "Hey, we're going to be out at the bar and come out and talk." And uh, we actually saw him at the reception. Uh, talked to him mm-hmm. for probably forty-five minutes at the reception, and then they were—I don't know—it it was you know everything happens at the bar. We were holding court there yeah. for a while, um, scheming how to take over the world. The um. Uh, the uh you know he and pe- he was kind of like uh pe- people don't he, people didn't even know who he was so that tells you uh how the space is because you know i said to someone to someone who's that i said that's leo laporte says he said what's he do <laughs> and, you know and being a tech guy i'm kind of like uh he's you know he runs twit you know and i'm like you don't know who he is no no i have no idea who he is so the there's definitely some generational gap stuff happening, which is great, you know. But <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it. I mean, it's an interesting um, question because you know, do people consider Leo to be a podcaster? And I would say, yeah, they should. I would think so. They may not have. They may not have heard of him because he's he he doesn't really put himself out there as a podcaster too much. Um, so it's an interesting, I mean, he's in the hall of fame, podcaster hall of fame. So, um, I would say he's a podcaster. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, he, he is. Uh, yeah. Re- reading a chat room, <laughs> Gary said there was over a thousand and Leo Laporte came through. Yes, of course. Leo said it, thought it was fantastic. Yeah, he, uh, he was very, I, I, Rob, be honest with you. Maybe he is, um, I will say that I've had some run-ins with Leo before that weren't super pleasant. And, uh, but yeah. he, he was really <laughs> cordial. I mean, yes, he was very cordial and very nice. And Lisa was there. I, I you know, I, oh, no, I, I, great too, so. I had a good interaction with him at this show and I, I was, you know, I'm, it was nice to sit down, talk. We found, you know, we're talking about each other's businesses and what's going on and, kind of getting a sense of what may be coming for the future for twit and uh so you know leo is is getting a little older and uh i think he's i think he is looking for the future what he is going to do for the future so um interesting it was interesting talk for sure yeah yeah well i mean it's an you know he's got a got a very successful kind of kind of media property going and and i think you know he is thinking about those things i know his wife lisa is thinking a lot about uh, what the future you know looks like for what they're doing and how they need to evolve and um it sounds like he's got some great plans like i, I can tell he's really really focused on video um which was a little bit surprising but I think it's it's certainly something that he knows, and they do a terrific job of. Um, you know, so we'll see what's next for for Leo. I hope he, you know, has a lot of success. Um, I, I think there's an know, opportunity was, for some up and comers yeah. if you if you can break out. I think there's mm-hmm. some opportunity for some folks to do that type of content. If you can be the guy that is gets a breakout show, you know, mm-hmm. 
and can get aligned over there. I think there's some opportunity over there, but, uh, and for some people that create content, but you know, you have to be able to break out and engage because you know, it's Leo's does a lot of shows over there. Carry, he carries a lot of the programming load. So yeah, uh, he works. Hey, Todd, did you hear that uh, Jim Lauterbach is now the CEO of VidCon? Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. So yeah. that was just announced. What, what do you make of that? And most most folks here to maybe don't know who Jim is, so maybe you ought to tell who Jim is. Well, Jim Jim has a long uh, history in the podcasting space, too. He um, ran a, a kind of a video podcasting platform for many years um, called uh, Revision 3. That was sold to uh, Discovery Channel, uh, so he's been a real advocate. I mean, he's really been more on the video podcasting side for many, many years, and then kind of changed, shifted over. I mean, he sold to the Discovery Channel, and really kind of that whole transition. And really, you know, I think they really transitioned over to a lot of uh, uh, YouTube stuff. So he got involved in the whole video side with VidCon, which is a big um, kind of uh, conference trade show. You know. Type, type of event focused on the online video space. And so, and one of the reasons that I'm bringing this up is because one of the other events that Hank Green, which is the uh, actual founder of uh, VidCon, is putting together is a new conference up here in Seattle, of all places, um, called PodCon. So it's it, it sounds like that Jim may be the CEO of, of uh, PodCon. <laughs> Well, so, um, you know, and yeah. and Jim's got a, you know, Jim is a guy that creates content too. He's in the weeds. He's he's doing interviews. He goes to trade shows. He does some like oh, kind yeah. of the same things we do for CES. And yep. he's, you know, he's again. We talked about this, but he's one of the few folks that are in this in this media space that actually understands what it takes to get content done too. So, um, yep. this is a good move on their part. So, yeah, lots of. Lots of things happening. Lots of movement. Oh yeah, lots of uh, kind of conferences and podcasting r- related events coming up too in the next sixty days. So yep. I don't know. Are you planning on going to many of them, Todd? Because I'm not really s- scheduled to go to many of them. Yeah, right now. we're going to go to FinCon. I don't know if I'm going yet. I don't know what my schedule is going to allow. Yeah, uh, but we're going to have. Uh, at least one person at FinCon. Probably I'll have one person there, and they'll be 20 deep, and we should have sent five, but, you know, you just never know um, when you're trying to budget for something. And then uh, we're going to go to PodCon in December, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to Mid-Atlantic at this point. We you know, we sent them some microphones or something. Um, yeah. But, I'm not uh, going either, but uh, Francesco's going to go, so because he's, like, right there. It, you know, and it's, you know, it's like for Mid-Atlantic, if I can't come in and speak um, and, and actually do a session and contribute, it's, you know, for a small event. And it's not, you know, I don't know how many people they're going to have there, a couple hundred people. Um, it, yeah, it'll be probably two, 250, 300 people probably. Yeah, so, to, you know, for me to fly 10 hours and not have a, you know, just show up to, you know, stand at a booth, you know, that's cool too but um you know i just gotta look at resources and if i'm if i'm gonna go and speak and put a session on and then it, it's, it's more worth it to me otherwise it's you know and, and i'm not saying i'm not going to event if i don't speak but it's you know it's a big part of you know these events going to these events 
and a mid-Atlantic has some kind of, we've never figured, you have to go one year and do a two-minute stand-up or something, and then next year you can do a full size. It's, I don't know how they have figured this out, but uh, they've got yeah, some. Yeah, I went uh, last year, and I, I moderated his state of podcasting session that he had. Dave Dave Jackson was on the panel, and and so so it was a I mean, it was a good session. It's a single day kind of, yep, um, yep, single day event, linear track. There's no multiple tracks or anything yep. like that. So you sit down and you see everything all in one day. So it's actually a good, good format. I actually like that format where you don't have like eight, eight different tracks going oh. on at the same time. And it's stuff. a, sing, it's yeah. a single track type of show. So yeah, yeah correct. Yep. Let's see. And there's a few other things too going on. There's some, some pod events, um, but so Mid Atlantic is actually wow, it's going on. Is it is it today? No, it's in September. Uh, September eighth. Oh yeah, so it's next weekend. Next yeah. Friday. Yeah, and then there's a new media summit that's happening the twenty second through the twenty fourth. I don't know too much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that event. Let's hear what's going and on. Go ahead. Now, now here, this is happening um, next Friday as well. Yeah, that's which is the, the East Coast the, bubble people. The mid roll. It's the mid roll thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, doesn't look like too much for, for well. They missed the FinCon event in October in the calendar. I'm looking at Pod to Pod in their event calendar. So anyway, there's you know there's a lot of stuff happening. So so Rob, uh, moment of truth is here. Um, <laughs> I was I was putting it off as long as I could. You were no, okay. <laughs> so for those of you that didn't know, congratulations! By the way, the the folks at Spreaker and the folks at Blog Talk Radio have decided to merge. And uh, of course, go. an announcement was made, but nary on dairy much detail. And what was funny is everyone asked me at the show, "What do you think? What do you think? What do you think of this?" What do you think? What are they going to do? What do you think? I mean, I must have been asked a hundred times. What do you think about that? What? Do, what, yes. what? And uh, I kept saying. Well, you can imagine what I was asked. Well, was of course. Everybody. So yeah. I, so I was like, be, I'll be honest with you. You know, from what little discussion I had with Francesco and Rob, I said I think they're trying to figure out what they're going to do, and how it's going to look. And you know, I think they got to, I mean, probably over the next year, figure that out. I said I don't know. And it, to me, yeah. you know, and I'll be honest, to me, I, as I was thinking about this announcement, I'm thinking, you both have live platforms. You both have, and you're, you're almost like the same product. So I, to me, it was, I, I said, okay, combining forces to do the same thing, I guess it's smart. I don't know. I, I, I still haven't quite figured out your guys' goal here, but I, in a way, I maybe kind of do. So, Rob. What what's the scuttlebutt? What's the uh, what can you say about this merger? Well, I would say it. I mean, really, at the top, just to kind of clarify on what what we've just been saying, um, and the reasons why you've gotten that impression is because um, when we announced this, it was really kind of a um, it was a little early to to announce it um, in some ways because um, not all the details have been worked out. And, and so we're still, um, going through the process of figuring out what the right thing to do is from a technology stack 
perspective, uh, from a personnel perspective. I mean, this really, if you look at it from the highest level view, this announcement was, was really made because of podcast movement. Uh, and it was a great time to announce it. Um, it maybe was a little early to announce it. Um, but it, but it was a good, good time to announce it, to reach as many people as possible about this. I mean, it's, it's not like it's not happening or anything. It's definitely happening. It's just, uh, it's just a little early. Right. So I would say that the, the, the plan is really, uh, to just merge these two companies together. Because if you get, once you get beyond kind of the surface layer of what you see between these two companies, um, both these companies are very compatible with each other because they, they're, they have strengths and weaknesses that are complementary to each other. So, um, what's, what's strong about Block Talk Radio is one of the weaknesses of Spreaker. Some of the weaknesses of Spreaker is, uh, is complemented by Block Talk Radio. So we have this really, if you look at two ends of the spectrum of, of a platform, uh, Spreaker has, uh, great creation, recording, live streaming, mobile apps, all this stuff that are very advanced, very developed. We've put a lot of focus on it. And if you look at the other end of the platform spectrum, the monetization engines, the dynamic insertion, the, the technology to monetize um, is what's weak in Spreaker. So, and Blog Talk Radio is weak in mobile and weak in, in um, creation tools and all all those types of things too. So when you slide these two companies together, they actually fit together almost like a perfect jigsaw puzzle that has the pieces cut out. They just fit right together. Um, well, and it, it basically doubles the, the team. If, if, <laughs> if you yeah. can get the tech merged. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah exactly. And that's, know. that's one of the, the <laughs> things that we're still working on, right? Is because they were built on a different technology Ooh, stack. Ouch. Um, on each side. So it's, it is a little bit more of a challenge, um, around integration. So we're, we're trying to pull together two different technology teams, uh, and two different technology snacks, and we're going to figure out what we're going to keep and what we're going to throw away. You know, it's, it's, it's really as simple as that. So here's the thing you got to kill. Okay. <laughs> This is what everybody's been telling me. This, so you're not the only one. I this can, is this, I, I know this, what it is. This is what Go you. Ahead. This is what you got to kill. That stupid. This is blog talk radio. Oh my god! Kill me now, please. Get rid of that thing. So that that needs to go away. Um, yes. Okay. So anyway, and uh, I was teasing you and Podvader in the hallway. I'm like, so Podvader, are you working for Rob or Rob? Do you work for Podvader or? You know, which one of you gets a pink slip? I, I, I was teasing, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's been kind of decided. So, oh, okay. So I don't know if you have heard, but um, yeah. So I'm in a, a new role in the company. Now, oh, you so. are. So what is your new role? Yeah. I'm going to be, be the head of partnerships. Oh, so, you're so screwed. Rob. And then, uh, head of partnerships. You, you, you are in, in uh, does that? Okay. Head of partnerships. That's okay. So that, that it's a biz dev okay. slash working with podcasters, <laughs> okay, working with okay. all, 
everything, right? So what is what's what's uh, pod- basically a bucket term for yeah. for jack of for all trades? Whatever needs to get done, right? <laughs> I mean, if I need to break out a, a broom, that's 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 what I have to do, right? So so what's what's Podvader going to do then? What's his what's his official position? He's he's going to be the head of content. A head of content, okay. <laughs> You know, and you, you know, I had to tease Rob during the podcast awards too, because this guy has on his resume. He, he Rob has worked for everyone. So this merger, he and the reason he would start working at Spreaker was so he could pad his resume one more time. Of also having worked for Blog Talk Radio, so it's you know, it's just too funny. I mean, it seems like it's it's a, it's really weird that I work for Blog Talk Radio. Actually. It, it is really weird. <laughs> It is, you know, because I think we could go back in history and look at some discussions we've had about them in the past, and it, you know, well, maybe we shouldn't dig up those discussions. But um, <laughs> well, those are a long time ago in the Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, go ahead, tap I also dance, have a, tap dance some more. Yeah, I also have a <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also have another l- little bit of a connection there too. I used to work with Chris Smith at Podcast One, and Chris Smith is one of the architects. Of the original Block Talk Radio Are you platform. Serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. Oh so, my god! It's just yeah, like and, this intermixing this, tool of genes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Chris is—he um, was actually speaking at this event. I was amazed I, I, that I, he actually—I don't know if was I was on a panel. I don't year. know if I run into Chris or not. I don't know if Chris is real happy. Yeah, I think I did. I did run into Chris, and uh, he stopped by the booth and said hi. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's doing amazing stuff. He's uh, r- running all the podcasting for uh, CNN. Yeah, Turner Turner Broadcasting. He's actually d- doing all the platform hosting and monetization for uh, the NBA. Actually, with um, my, uh, with my so. dust up with CNN, I'm surprised Chris even said hi. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> He, he doesn't care about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you do. You care about oh, it. Oh, I don't care. I, I, I didn't. I and Chris is a good guy. So, you know, and CNN's really yeah. assholes. So, but, but all this, I mean, all these platforms, especially when excuse you, my French, by the way, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, yes. Right. Um, I mean, everybody knows each other. That, 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 that's the thing. I mean, I've been around this space for so long, you know, I've, I've spoken to the leadership at Block Talk Radio many times um, and had connections with them over many years. And they've been around a very long time. They actually started in, I think it was 2006. So they've been around a long time back. I mean, I mean, I sold a, a domain name back in the early days of this medium called um, Audio Blogs. Oh, that's and so funny. we need, you know, and to a company, I sold it for $5,000 back Back yeah. in the early two thousand, you didn't send it. You um, didn't. You didn't sell it for high enough. <laughs> I, <laughs> but uh, you know, as it turns out, I feel like I got, I, I got a you know a, a, um, a good return gold mine out of it. Oh. I, yeah, because if you think about its value now, yeah. it doesn't have any value. So um, you, you know, have to have, for those of you that weren't a podcast movement, it was a fun dynamic to watch because you, you all of a sudden you seen this group up, and these guys were thick as thieves 
the blog talk radio and the and the speaker folks were all huddled together you could see these you know these minds of course they're looking around as people walked up the conversation changes because you know they're strategizing during the show how this merger and, and they're working the merger details out at the show you'd walk up in the inning and they'd look at you kind of like you're bothering us don't come to the to the circle here right you know and then they and then they you would walk away and they'd be able we to can't keep, talk yeah you know and francesco was real i think he was really nervous about you know, because he knows you and I, you know, are, are here every weekend. And, you know, and I'll be honest with you, Rob, you guys, um, I, I wish you luck on this, but you're going to be bogged down for like the next, and next year <laughs> and trying to figure this out and trying to balance. Yeah, but uh, our team is double, double the size now, Todd, oh, we can get more done. Uh-huh. I know how that works. <laughs> so l- let's just, you know, you guys are going to be bogged down in, in merger. So. Uh, where so all the other podcast owners that are listening out there, where when you know while they're trying to figure this out, they're in lazy opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Todd is like a a a snake in the grass. No, <laughs> no, you guys are in a space I'm not involved in in the live stuff. So you know, but good on you. Yeah. I, I, it's going to be fun to watch how you figure this out. And you know, the real trick: who's got you got the easy job? now because if you're just doing partnerships you don't have to you're not going to have to do with the day-to-day do with the podcaster so podvader has to navigate this merger of blog talk radio list of podcasters and spreaker and figuring out how to do this without pissing both groups off uh you, yeah. you guys you guys got you guys got your work ahead oh yeah Definitely. So, I, I mean, just because I'm in a new role doesn't mean magically I'm going to disappear from oh, the space. I, I know, I'm, I know, I know, I know. You're, you know, I'm, you're, I'm still going to be doing my speaker live show. I'm still going to be going to conferences. I'm still going to be speaking. I, I think, I'm still going to be out there. I, so. You know, Podbader, I know you're listening. I think Rob got the better of the two titles, though. <laughs> you know, and here's why. is because you're now going to have more of a you're going to have more of an external vendor. You're going to do a lot more vendor. You're going to get a lot more external vendor exposure, which, you know, down the road, if you ever decide you want to go do another job, you'll have all these relationships. So I'm not saying you're leaving Spreaker anytime soon, but, um, you know, Todd. yes, I'm, I'm, Todd, I've always had those relationships. There's nothing new going on oh, here. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, you and I have been around this space for so long. We know where all the bodies are buried, and we know oh everybody in every part of this, you know, this business really at some point. Yeah. But it's there are a lot of new people coming into this yeah, medium yeah. too, so it's it's gonna you know it's gonna kick my ass to try and get yeah. connected up with all these people. Um, and so I even that's find the other thing. I even find yeah. myself falling behind too. So it's, 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 you know, because yeah. there is so many new people, but you know, I'll be honest with you. It's talking about where all the, where all the bodies are buried, you know, where the conferences are fantastic, you know, the meeting the podcasters and meeting new folks. And this year there wasn't as many new podcasters as there was a lot of established shows. So there was, you know, some horse trading going on between all the vendors and we're trying to, you know, compete with each other. But Really, the, the the most fascinating conversations happen in the bar after a few beers. Now, <laughs> so you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Are you so, talking about Thursday? Are you talking about Thursday night at the bar in the 
in Anaheim? I, I, now talking about it, we'll not, we won't say anything, but uh, Hair of the Dog Friday okay. morning was a little rough. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, the, the conversations that happened at the tables, now, there was like a couple of interlopers, and in, 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 we love you, I, you, you, free, you know, and I shouldn't say interlopers, that's the word, wrong word to say. They ended up at the right table at the right time, and if they had really listened, they could have come out with like 10 scoops. If they'd really been oh, yeah. listening to the conversations going back and forth, they could have been like, oh, let me write that down. And matter of fact, I said, <laughs> I, matter of fact, I said to one guy that was uh, sitting at the table, I said, uh, be careful with this information. <laughs> you know, because, you know, there, there was some stuff being said and, and, and people talking and, you know, we're all friends and having a good time. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I came back to my team and I said, listen, this, this, and this, we need to be paying attention to. And, you know, a lot of that comes from the conversations that we have with our friends and people there in the business. And, you know, someone says something and your earball, your ear, you know, your ear, and I say earball, I use that as a, you know, your, your earball snaps and you're like, did I just register that correctly? And then you... You put that a little way and a little, and then, you know, two days later, someone else says something that maybe is associated. It's, it's really, it's a great, great matter of fact, if I was, um, Apple, I would not, or Google, or if I was a big fortune 500 company, I'd be like, you can go to the trade show, but no bar activity afterwards. Because you know somebody's gonna have a tape recorder, or, <clears throat> or, or someone's gonna say you know. something, and you're gonna, you know, you're like, huh, okay. But uh, you know, it was it was all good and all fun, and we're all friends, and you know what we say stays between ourselves, and we, you know, and we don't want to break any confidences and anything's being told. But uh, the real action at the trade shows, or definitely at the bar, and you know, in hallways, and. Um, and you know, strategically, a I'd lot say that that was the case on Thursday night. I would oh, say, oh yeah, you start, you start. You know, I I was thinking about it afterwards. Uh, you know, who was there and mm -hmm. and who was who was talking at various times mm -hmm. at the bar that night. Um, and, and I keep it, I keep drop and I drop. I like, of, I call yeah. it fertilizing. I'm throwing fertilizer out there, and maybe a few seeds, and hope something yeah. takes. You know, and uh, yeah. I mean, from from the guys from Apple sitting around yep. to the guys, from, yep. people from Google were hanging out. Yeah, people from you know Art Nineteen. Sean came by and said hi, and you know was able to talk. He's the CEO of Art yeah. Nineteen. Came yeah. by, and yeah. there's just a lot of a lot of folks that you don't necessarily get to see very often. Yeah, um, came by. You know, yeah. and, and you make comments like, when you're tired of working over there, call me first. You know, you just drop those little dimes like that, you know? <laughs> you, you just drop those out there, put them out there to, to, to ferment. Yeah. But the, yeah. the Apple discussion was probably, you know, it, here's, here's how it goes down. The party's almost over. And this was Tuesday night? What night was it? It was, it was before, it was the pre-party. Whatever night it was. Oh, yeah. Well, the, it was, yeah, the, yeah, it was Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. the yeah. tune-in party was wrapping up. I mean, there was yep. just, it was, yep. it was the Robs, Rob Greenley, Rob Walsh, Todd. Um, we had, who else was in, just hanging? We were just kind of all hanging out in the back of the room, jibber-jabbering. 
There was four or five. Daniel J. Lewis was there. You know, just, you know, we're all hanging out, just chatting. In rolls the Apple team. And, uh, you know, it's 11 o'clock. I'm thinking about going to bed, right? And there was like five people from Apple. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, so then you're like, then it's like, now it's time for the Spanish Inquisition. You know, now it's time to get the details. So each one of us, you know, ask little pointed questions. You can see the Apple guy squirm a little bit when you know he can't say anything. Yeah. So then you, he well, he's does, very, very crafty at, at, at working around those questions. And then, very, in, in, and then very you, good at you it. revise your question. And I think Rob Walsh did a question. So do I need to tell my developers that they need to be uh, available the day after Thanksgiving or should we be ready to do something after, before thing? You know, so Rob's asking like these, like, you know, kind of like, you know, like, don't tell me the date, but tell me how I should have my people ready to, you know, work yeah. on certain things. And, I think what we deduced, and they never said a date. <laughs> no. They, you know, they never. By the end of the year, I suggest the comment. Yeah, right? By the end of the year, yeah. the keyword is by the end of the year, and uh, uh, so you know, not before Christmas, not before Christmas, not before Christmas, not, or not no, just after. Christmas. No, not after Christmas, right? So here's what here's what we have deduced that the analytics are going to drop somewhere after thanksgiving before christmas and somewhere yeah. in between okay so <laughs> leave it at that and oh and the api for like folks like us they can integrate to be able you to authorize to pull data back into our stat system will come later so that means 18 so initially uh, just just the fact that he said that that was that may be coming is that's big news right that's there. Big so. news. Yeah. That, that, and you know, and, and, and they didn't say, yes, it's coming. You just said, you know, we'll look at that later, you know, but the, Correct. the fact that they said, we'll look at it later, but yeah. you know, there's a lot of, you know, and Daniel was asking him some pointed questions. He'll have some stuff on his show that, you know, some stuff that he learned that's important. Um, but you know, well, one, one question that I asked, uh, and I, I can probably mention it here because I, I didn't really get a definitive answer, was th- as as many know, they're going to rebrand uh, iTunes. Um, and so they're actually eliminating the iTunes brand um, and going to just uh, podcast app or whatever. I'm not quite sure what that means for the iTunes software on Windows. Um, Todd, did you get it? get an answer from no, those folks on that? No, I didn't. Yeah. But, you know, it, it just, it, the the price of coming to um, Podcast Movement, the ticket and um, the hotel cost and my booth cost and that two hour, because we didn't go, I didn't go to bed till one twenty three. That's what time, because I'm ready to go to bed at 11. We stood there and talked with them for two hours. Um, yeah. You know, that. After most people had left. Yeah, everyone right? had left. So that's they were a, still there. So people, when you go to these events, don't go to bed early. You know, the people sneak in and yeah. they, they actually had arrived late. They would have been there early. Um, yeah. And but most people don't know who they are. So unless you know who these folks are, you know, someone walks around like, oh, that's that's so and so with Apple. And who's these? Yeah, four? It's not like they're wearing a sign no. on their chest. Like, and they hide their name tag often to flip it around and they you won't see their name or Apple below it. And then so the other four other folks that came with them, you're like, I know that person and that person, but who are these other three? 
what do you do? Yeah. You know, what is your job? And, you know, yeah. it's very specifically, what is your job at Apple? Can I have your card, please? And, uh, yeah. you know, so five, you know, you get five names out of that. And, um, and two people I'd never known, one new person on the team. But, you know, that was one well, conversation. an entirely new person that's mm-hmm. running the U.S. Right. U.S. kind of uh, features and yep. the editorial team. Yep. You know, the guy that had been running it has mm-hmm. now moved over to marketing. Yep. So, and there so, was a, yeah. And there was a that techie. That was a big change right there's there. A, there was a techie yeah. guy, one of the guys that's uh, involved in the dev. I yeah. mean, he, he is the dude. He is the dude that tells the programmers, this is what we're implementing. So, um, yeah, you know, years ago I did the same thing when I was working for Microsoft, I, I would bring the, some of the, the engineers and the program managers to the conferences right. so they could actually talk to real people in the industry and talk to podcasters and learn <clears throat> about what's important. And, you know, it's, it's important for those guys to be at those events too. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and Google was there in force oh, too. They were. And. You know, I, most I, people didn't realize that. You know, most got, people didn't realize that. So yeah. I, I always take a, you know, when someone walks up the booth and you don't know them, <clears throat> you know, I always take a, a moment to look at their name tag. And oftentimes, again, the name tag's turned over and you can't see who they are. So I'm kind of like, I just kind of casually reach up and turn the name tag over. <laughs> I'm kidding. I almost, you know, I get in their space a little bit. I turn it over and look and I'm like, oh, hi, such and such for Google. How are you? He wasn't going to tell me he was from Google. You know, I had to figure it out. And uh, yeah. and then it's like my attention becomes laser focused when the Google guy comes <laughs> or gal. Well, I got actually pulled pulled um, after one of my panels, actually. After oh, my, come and grabbed you. My geolocal panel. Yeah. Um, a person from Google came up and said, can we talk? And we walked over and sat down for like a half an hour. Yeah. So I, and, uh, and for me, it was talk. So they're actually based out of Seattle too. Actually they're based out of Seattle. And this is their, well, I like to call them their skunk works team, but you know, I basically, well, that's what they told us. That's what they told us. I don't, it's hard to say what's really going on. So, and I, I had, so, but you know, I, immediately I figure out who this is and I'm like, I want to get him a little away from, away from the booth <laughs> and have a little yeah. conversation. And that's, you know, so Google, it, Rob, they are, something's coming. Something big's coming from Google. They, well, they, or they're, they're doing, doing some research because most of the guys that were there were software folks. Right. So they were, they were actual developers, which means, of course, that's not unusual for for Google to to send out their their program managers and developers out to go out and figure out something. And, and I looked I looked these guys up on LinkedIn and looked at what projects they've worked on, and I'm going hmm 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 hmm. Yeah. So, do you have? Well, first of all, Rob, do you have concerns? Um, no, I'm I'm. I'm thinking this is a huge opportunity. Um, I mean, if we can get these guys um, thinking um, in the appropriate way um, as much as possible, but at the end of the day, you know, these guys, these guys need to get something out of it too. Um, And it's not, you know, we can't necessarily expect 
Google, if they're, if they're going to play in this space and play aggressively, they're going to need to get something out of it. Also, they're not going to do it. Well, so, so there eludes the, the, the $64,000 question. Well, what are they going to get out of it? Uh, I'll let you say it. Well, let's just think about who they are mm-hmm. and what they do, what they're known for, what their expertise is to some degree and, um, and what they could extract out of this space. Um, keep, well, I don't like the word extract, but yeah, go, go ahead. I, th- I, I think they're in a position to take a, take a chunk of meat out of us. So, um, I don't know that they're going to come into this space and just, you know, do like what Apple did. I don't, that's not their DNA. So for us to expect that they're just going to come in and, um, they have a different business model than <laughs> they Apple have has. to make money. <laughs> Correct. And they have to make money on advertising because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So what that looks like is the question, right? And if they're going to get all in on this, um, what does that have to look like? Um, they, they need help on that. They need help on shepherding that so it doesn't break things. Um, there's a lot of other players in this space that are getting involved in this medium and their, their plans are breaking things. So, um, as we both know. Yep. So the, and I don't even know if I should say this, I guess I will. They said the question I was asked, they got made the hair on my neck stand up they says um you know what happens if we uh if we come in and host media and i'm like do you mean pull it in and re-encode it like you're doing now on google play and i said if that's the case that you don't hurt me does that mean if you come in and offer free podcast hosting i said a number of these companies won't be here if you do that you know again though i don't know because that's going to come at a price. So it's going to be like YouTube. You upload your media to Google, they're going to slap a pre-roll on it. They're going to monetize it to pay for it. And uh, will you get a revenue share? Yeah, but you know, look what YouTube guys get, pennies on the dollar. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's, there's definitely, a, you know, I think looking at putting my, my big company hat on, you know, working for Microsoft, um, I don't see them doing what your fear is. Um, it's 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 a re- reason. It's, it's a remote possibility. Well, I, I would agree. Anything's possible here. They they certainly have the the resources to do anything that they want to, um, but they do not have a history of external distribution. So, uh, of anything. So, them putting a podcast hosting program together and. Well, it making lo- it public would- R- public RSS feeds on a hosting plan like, like we do, I think is highly um, unlikely. Well, it, it'll look different. It'll be YouTube, but PodTube, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, that is certainly a possibility. I, I agree with you. Um, that is definitely a possibility. But it's going to be a distribution that would be only to their, their, their platform, right? It, it wouldn't... I don't see Google putting up, um, <clears throat> making the possibility of distributing content to Apple, mm. if that makes sense, mm. right? <clears throat> Just because that doesn't fit with what they do. Look at YouTube. Mm-hmm. They don't distribute. 
they could distribute that content to a, an app that's in iOS. Right. But it would be like a PodTube or something app. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be a, a, it wouldn't be a public RSS feed coming out of Google going into Apple. I just don't see that. And Pod- that doesn't fit what they would do. And PodTube.com is not available as a domain name. So, um, <laughs> I don't, just, <laughs> just making it up. Um, so, and, and we've been hearing rumors about Google getting into podcasting with YouTube for a while now. Yeah. So I don't, you know, it's hard to say what that looks like and this could be related to that, but it's all speculation. We have no idea. Well, I was pretty um, explicit with him. I, I, I basically, I, was too. <laughs> I told him, I said, you're getting your butt kicked. Here's why. And I just I pulled out my little spreadsheet that I gave you for our presentation. I says, this is where you are at in global market share. I said, this is where you're at right here. I say, see how close you are to the bottom of the list? This is where you're at. This is where Google Play is. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Yeah, the hell down you know, and I'm like, I'm like, what? And I, I, this is what I told him. I said, you need a native podcast app that will be mandatory to be installed by the OEMs. It needs to be like Gmail. It needs to be like the search. It needs to be like Docs. It needs to be a mandatory distribution. And I think Rob Walsh told him, says, why don't you buy Pocket Cast or one of those good apps and, and you know, yeah. re-spin it and, and make it the Google app. And, and I didn't tell him to buy anyone. Yeah. I told him, you need a, na- I don't care how they get there, you need a native, podcast app that is mandatory and key the key here is it has to be mandatory to be distributed to oems like you know apple they decide what's mandatory google has a small core of apps that are mandatory to be part of the android distribution system if they don't make that a mandatory distribution they it, it it's will help us a bit um yeah and they need a place for podcasters to go for our listeners to go for discovery. So they need a iTunes something equivalent. So what are they good at? They're good at doing this. They've built YouTube. So what if you, what if you have the YouTube team build a podcast site? Yeah. Let's put it in the book. That's what I predict they're going to do. But it will be. Yeah, it'll be something similar to that. I agree yeah, with you. In, I in, think it'll in, be. Yeah. And in, in they are going to monetize it. You will have to. Well, maybe yep. you won't, but I almost guarantee you there will be ads baked in as pre-rolls on your content or banners or digital put over the top on the on the website. But we also know that most of the consumption is not happening on a website. Most of the consumption is happening in the mobile in app. The mobile. Yep. So. So I want to be clear. We're not. We're not basing this observation on any insider knowledge no, or no, we've been no. have been told anything from anybody no. on what their intentions are. But, so this is not a leak. But this is this, <laughs> this is, is just our this is based on yeah. speculation from the questions that they were asking us and the yeah. feedback we were providing them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we don't really know. We're just surmising based on what we've seen and what we see as you know, the possibilities that could happen here. Um, 
Yeah. And so I, and, and, I think there's going to be more contact. Uh, the, the Google team is going to have more contact with me, and yep. I'm, they'll probably have more contact with you too, I would yeah. imagine. So. You know, and I basically told them, said, listen, I'm happy to come in, sign an NDA, give you guys feedback, and we won't leak like, you know, the leak that happened at Apple. As a matter of fact, we were joking with the Apple team about that. Um, you know, you will be happy to come in and, and give you, I'm not going to tell them what to do, but I'm just going to give them feedback. Well, I guess I am going to tell them what to do. Um, but you can't help that. Tom. No, it, but I think what we, I think they have re, I, I really got the opinion that someone over there has said, what is going on? Fix this. That's that's the the impression I got. They that how many I think they had four. Did they have five people there? How many people did they have there? I don't know. I didn't actually meet them all. I just uh I just came across one. I ran and... in, I I ran into two, but I heard different names from some other people. So they they had two, three, maybe as many as four there. Yeah, I have a card right here from one one person. Uh, and it's in the title is software engineer. So the guy, the guy that, that heard, the guy that, that little bit of news tells me that they're probably not going to acquire anything. The guy that talked to me, <laughs> why would they acquire? Um, the, the guy that talked yeah. to me, he basically told me his, um, wh what division he worked at. And it was, Essentially, there's at least this is what he said. They're skunk works. It's basically their R and D. Figure this out. So, yeah. you know, okay. So, what's the timeline? Uh, yeah, I, and it's up up here in Seattle is where they're located. So, yeah. is this something that they're currently working on, or are they just spinning up? Uh, my prediction is they're just spinning up. So maybe a year. Um, I don't know. They may have something in the works for a while now, and they're putting the fi the, f the finishing touches on it. You think? I, I'm I'm not that it's confident. Possible. It's possible. Uh, it, it, it's possible. I mean, if they had um, multiple people here, it's a pretty big team already. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's yeah because they didn't bring the whole team; they brought the leads. So I, I guess we'll no. see. We'll see what happens with Google. And I, you know, I just, you know, I just broke the tablet out and <laughs> here, here's matter of fact I loaded up our hey, here's where you are <laughs> you know yeah and yeah. uh and, and I think this could be really really big it could be big big for the space big um, big yeah big is you know and if they yeah. if they don't come in and destroy the space uh by because it's it's here's what's gonna <laughs> this big shiny gold carrot you know that's podcasters get excited about shiny things so um but that's how we're gonna you know we'll we'll keep you guys advised and if they if, if they do launch something then we need to talk about the ramifications of okay you're going to have advertising baked in or you're not or you're not going to be able to opt out and for some people you know the the norms of the world the podcast ones of the world they're going to be like whoa 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 if if they put advertising on top of advertising so uh you know, will there be requirements that you don't have? We just don't know. It could be just yeah. like YouTube. There could be a couple couple different ways that they could go with this. Yeah. Um, and and have it not break the ecosystem. And I think that's that's. I mean, if you speaking of that, um, <laughs> you know, Spotify is is one. They seem to have a renewed 
interest in this space right now. Um, Spotify, they just fired their dude. I I know, but I just did a call with them this week, so it uh, hmm. they seem to have an interest in the space okay. more than ever. So actually, if you read the, the article, if you read the article that covered this guy leaving, yep, it says in there that there is renewed interest in this space. So um, right at the bottom of the article, um, so. So were they? I don't think that things are over with there. I think th- this guy left because he wasn't successful in getting getting a video um, property um, play going so at they, Spotify. Do you think they're going to open the floodgates? I don't. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Well, but then, I think that there's then, going to be then, more openness. Well, okay. More, more openness. Well, okay, yeah. then so what? If they don't open the floodgates, they don't allow every podcaster to be on there, It's they're proving one out of 100. And yeah. I tried to explain this to a guy the other day. He's like, I'm going to be on Spotify. I'm like, do you understand you're a brand new show? You can go over there and apply. Yeah. I says, but yeah. if you apply too early, you are probably going to get denied. It's yeah. better for you to wait a year before applying to Spotify and build some base, build some audience. Because this is, you get one shot. You know, yeah. and uh, people are just like gaga stupid over Spotify. I, I, I'm g- good luck finding a podcast on Spotify. Just load the app and try to find a podcast. You know, it's it's well. There hasn't exactly. I mean, Todd, as you know, there hasn't been a lot of success of podcasts and music service integration. I mean, yep. we've been talking about this topic God, for how many years now? Yep, and. I, and there is yet to be an example of a successful integration. You know, until they figure in, I, I, okay, so look at, I'm just, you know, let's just look at this from a fact-based standpoint. All right, let me go to my website. And and uh, let me show you on, well, let's just go new media show. Let's a little new media show site up. Let's use our, our podcast site. And what do we have on here? We've got Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Android, Google Play, Stitcher. <laughs> Do you see a Spotify link on my website? Absolutely no. not. Do I list it on Spotify? No. Is Spotify driving any traffic to my show? No. Do, am I going to talk about Spotify on this podcast besides talking about what they might do? No. Do podcasters on their yeah, regular why, why would you, right? Why would I? Why would I give them any love? And why would any podcaster... The one out of a hundred is going to say, hell, you can find me over on Spotify. All right. But. Todd, I agree with you. The, the only, the single only reason that Spotify should, should, should support podcasts is the key reason that there's over 200,000 shows, 200,000 hosts that could drive Good. what close. Close to what a billion oh. listeners to Spotify. Rob, yeah. Rob, 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 Rob. <laughs> s- s- say that again. <laughs> You've got two hundred thousand active show hosts that could be talking right? about Spotify every Spotify. episode. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. That's that's marketing gold. I don't have an MBA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm a podcaster. We have to have curated yeah. list. We have to have a limited experience to give our audience the best experience. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I'm 
okay, whatever Spotify is going to do, well, come on. But you're if you continue to be picky, you're not going to get, yeah, you get some big shows to talk about it. But that's the 1%. Yeah, and you'll keep burning through your uh, your podcast managers too. And right? people are going to be pissed. <clears throat> Podcasters are pissed. How come I didn't get on Spotify? He got on Spotify. How come I didn't? I hear that too. He's on there. How come I'm not? And by yeah. the way, there there are multiple ways. There, you know, Spotify does have an application you can fill out online right now. You don't have to be hosting at a specific provider to be on to be considered to be on Spotify. Just you know. People need to know that, no. but there is a dialogue by a certain company that says, I'm the only way into Spotify. Well, that's not true. So Yeah, there's there's multiple pathways. Yes. Not that there's going to be, you're going to necessarily be successful. <laughs> yeah, you might be going to fly, and you're going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> I think we yeah. have a better chance of having this show put on Spotify because we talk so much shit about them. I, there I go again. I'm sorry. Twice in one show, I gotta put my <laughs> gotta put my filter on. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm, we lost yeah. one of the listeners. He's mad at me. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> one of those Spotify listeners. Yeah, it's I, I, I don't know. I'm just uh, I, okay. Let's stop talking about them again. They're okay. not worthy of more than two minutes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Apple. We talked to Google. Any other surprise? Oh, media buyers. I talked to uh, I first time at Podcast Movement. I talked to media buyers. East Coast. Really? Yeah. I didn't really get a chance to talk to any of them. East Coast. So. Me, East Coast media buyers from New York City were in the house, and uh, we picked up uh, three ad deals from that. Matter of fact, uh, we sent out notices. Uh, couple of days ago to our entire stack looking for specific shows some new advertisers that we've never ever ever seen in the podcasting space i'm really excited about one of them oh yeah it's gonna be a wow. really really new, good i mean totally new companies that totally, you've never seen before totally new companies yeah yeah wow yeah wow. so uh you know that's good because you know so are they brands or it, are they it, it's, product it's drs dr buys dr okay. yeah but uh um, stuff that I'm, because, you know, the guy told me who, this type of specific shows they were looking for, and I always hate that when they don't tell me the company's name. And so I basically got, talked to the guy on the phone for about an, about an hour. And uh, on Friday, and, and, you know, spilled him up and found out who the companies were. And I'm really, really excited by, well, two of them I'm really excited about. And, uh, but, and some of them are kind of, not niche, but, self-help and a actually a company that's looking for uh conservative slash libertarian podcast and uh, so if you have a conservative libertarian podcast i got inventory for you right now email me um or self-help too wow. yeah so it's it's kind of exciting it you know that's the first time we've talked to media buyers at at the at podcast movement so again one discussion like that uh, could lead the way to, you know, we love the independent podcasters, but we go to these shows to sign deals, and uh, that's the kind of stuff we, that's the kind of attendees that pay for the show. Yeah. Any, well, did you get any uh, other discussions you can talk about at the event without getting fired, Rob, or? 
<laughs> well, I think, I don't know, just, just more stuff about, you know, the merger between, you know, between the two companies is just uh, really interesting. The, the feedback that, that we got talking about, you know, um, the name of the company and, and kind of all these kind of corollary questions, um, that, that fell out of it. And, and, and actually, uh, Francesco did a, uh, you know, it was like a 20 minute conversation with my co-host from the speaker live show. Uh -huh. So, uh, if you wanted, if, if you, you know, those that are listening to this, uh, wanted to go over and listen to my last Wednesday's episode of the speaker live show, um, you can hear it directly from Francesco's mouth. He he is um, he is watching you on the show today. He is in the audience, so he's he's keeping track. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. <laughs> so because because he wants to hear what I what I'm going to say about stuff too. Um, but that's actually a great one to go listen to because I don't. I mean, he's the one that put that deal together, and and he has a much more kind of inside the the game kind of view on it. Um, and so so I think you know he's. He was pretty clear in that conversation with Alex um, that you know, really all options are still on the table with what's going to happen with this combined company. So we're still trying to work our way through it and um, and figure out what the best thing to do is because we have you know Block Talk Radio has been around for a really long time and it has a lot of loyal loyal shows uh, and loyal show hosts and we want to respect those people um, and keep them on board and not scare them you know i mean at the end of the day you know combining companies can be a little bit of a shaky thing for mm -hmm. for customers yep so so we want to make sure that everybody feels safe and everybody realizes that we're going to do the right thing for them and and make sure that anything that we do doesn't disrupt their ability to be successful um show hosts so huh. um and that's that's the big message well you know and i think i don't envy you on this merger at all because i understand that dynamic completely and oftentimes you know yeah. i we don't publicly talk about it but you know we've done well i have a little bit i guess so i guess i'm publicly talking about it. you know we've done a couple of rounds talking to groups of people sure. um you know they were looking at us and we were looking at them and um oftentimes it's people are in the early days, in the first deal that we had where we went to New York and was talking to a group and um, we really never said too much about it, the culture of that group did not marry at all with us. They were a, it was, the culture was completely uh, different. You know, you know, I was in their offices and the programmers are rolling in at uh, 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning and, you know, kind of this lazy fair. I'm like, you know, this is a startup. This this thing needs to be stroking it, uh, you know, at, at the crack of dawn and be running full tilt. Uh, and that was not the vibe I got out of this this startup that was looking to, you know, acquire us. And I just like that this deal doesn't, you know, just from a culture standpoint, did not feel um, feel like a match. So I think you guys have got the culture thing figured out. I don't think, I think the DNA is there. And just the mechanics of how you're going to make it happen is going to be the, uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in those meetings. Have fun. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, if you can get through this without anybody getting a bloody nose, I think you'll be succeeding. It's, uh, you know, everyone has yeah. their, you, even though you're merging, you have separate, uh, you both are, 
It's it's both babies, you know, and you're trying to, yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Love to be a, a flea on the wall listening to some of those conversations, but, uh, you know, good luck. Well, in, in, in <laughs> Francesco is going to be the president of the combined company. So that's the boards have already made that decision <laughs> and he's going to, going to lead it. Um, so you can imagine, you know, there's going to be a bias towards Spreaker in that uh, pursuit because he's, he loves Spreaker and, and it was, you know, I think it has a brand that resonates with people in the podcasting space very well. Uh, I think it has a very, very positive um, kind of view. Um, so, you know, we shall see. And it's very possible that the, you know, that both brands will persist, you know, in uh-uh. at some level or something. I mean, because that may be the right thing to do for our, our customers. Are you, were you uh, supposed to say that? <laughs> yeah, actually, Francesco said it in oh, his interview. Oh, if you go listen oh, wow. to his interview, he says okay. the same thing. So wow. I'm not saying anything that's different than okay, what's already okay. been put out there. Uh, well, we'll, we'll continue <laughs> and, to work on that as the and, months go on. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then um, the combined companies have about fifty thousand shows. So we're we're we've got a lot of shows and. Like I've said on this show many times, there's a lot of shows on Spreaker that aren't really podcasts. Right, right. I don't consider them to be podcasts. So it's a little bit of a different um, company between these two. I mean, we're a little different than some of the other players in the podcasting space. We're not a cookie cutter, you know, just like everybody else kind of kind of where, deal. Where is uh, Blog Talk's um, dev team? Are they in the United States or where are they at? They are, um, most of them are in Argentina. Oh, that's interesting. So we are like in six different time zones right now. Wow. So we are truly a multinational company now. Mm. <laughs> Multi-continent company is, might be the, be another way of saying it. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, it puts us in an interesting position around that too, because I mean, I mean, we both know what's going on down in South America around this medium too. Um, yep. It's doing well down there. Uh, so you know we're. We're in a good position, I think. And then we now have an office in New York. So I'm probably going to be spending time in New York, just like, which I haven't been back to New York in quite a while. I know you go to New York all the time. It's it's almost like a second home to you, right? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry you're having to spend more time in New York. (sighs) Yeah, I know. I I used to fly back there all the time when I was working for Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, about four days there is about all I can handle being in Manhattan. It just. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a crazy place to be. Yeah. But that's there's so much media stuff going on there. It's But you know, I'm I'm not a content company either. So I'm uh you know, we work with you know, same as you guys. You guys aren't necessarily a well, you are a content company, but you you're not do you guys have a different goal than Gimlet or Panaply or those folks do? You're not building these you know, you're serving the common content creators. So yeah, and I think it's, I mean, if you look at it from the big picture, you know, you, your platform and our platform are very much about providing tools, mm-hmm. right, and capabilities to support the yep. content creator yep. and the, 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 the person that's generating the content. Yep. Um, that, that is like the, the last piece of the puzzle that um, isn't part of our platform that is certainly a big presence. I mean, look at what's happened with the investment. Uh, you've got, um, how stuff works getting 15 million. Oh, they got, got they got, they got 17 and they're spinning off as their own brand. 
So oh, okay. the podcast stuff okay, is well, going to... Okay, well, I saw 15 million. Or was I it 15? 15 but, oh, maybe yeah. it was 15. Yeah. Whatever the number it was, million something. But they're going to... So sp- there's spin it off from from who? So their podcast part is going to be separate. Oh, okay. From their video part, right? right. Is that right. what they're doing? Yep. Okay. Yep. So when they've got a huge... They, right. they have a huge bevy of shows. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think 600, well, 700 offered. shows, something like that. A lot of people don't even they've know been that. Operating for, for, for a long time. Yeah. They've been operating successfully for a really long time. Yeah. But if you think about it, the VCs are seeing value in content now, yeah. which is really amazing. I mean, that hasn't been the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something new. This is really something new. Um, being, seeing that much money go into a content company. Not a platform company, not a technology play, because how stuff works in Gimlet is not; those are not technology plays. No matter of fact, I understand. Matter of fact, how stuff works uh, uses some of our technology, so it's uh, they are not a yeah. they're not a tech company. That's for sure. Yep. So, and and to have that level of investment going into content um, really says something to me. That, that's a big change, and we shouldn't. Un- underestimate what that means. No, and if if you look at you know there is real money in big shows. <laughs> you know, let's let's be frank. Yeah. You know, yeah. If if my little Geek New Central show can sustain me in Hawaii, and it's just me, you know, um, I know what Geek New Central's worth from a dollar and cents worth, and uh, you know, it's for me, it's a very very valuable very valuable property. And then if you you know, on the opposite token, I look at some of these other shows that are obviously way, 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 way bigger than, you know, my little tech show. Um, then there, I, I understand where the the force multiplier is on what revenue potential. You know, we're talking some of these shows can easy, easy in revenue. Some of these bigger shows can probably generate a half million, three quarters of a million dollars in revenue a year. Easy, easy. Easy, easy, easy. Um, you know, based on audience size, and it doesn't take too much. You just do the math alone. If you take a a podcast that has uh, just a hundred, let's say a hundred thousand listeners, and you take an ad spot and one ad spot in that show is, you know, let's say that sells for three thousand dollars per show, and they have three episode, three advertisers in the show, and they're pulling in ten grand an episode. And they're doing three episodes a yeah. week. It, do you start thinking about that? That all of a sudden, that's big bucks on the growth side. So, yeah, we're not. We're that's not, true. If you're getting, if you're getting, you know, three, two to three hundred thousand downloads or plays, you're you're into some good good money. You, you so. get a, if you get fifty thousand downloads a month, you can you can make this a full time gig easy. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, as far as that goes, yeah. yeah. And start to afford to hire people to write and, you know, help you with production and that kind of stuff. So And what's really interesting about it is if if Google does get all in on this, I mean, we could see those subscriber and those listener numbers go up for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, across the board. Think about I it. I think that's think, what that, that's what we're all looking at. Think about a fifty percent increase potentially overnight, that would be or thirty five percent, that would be Man, we would that would be an inflection point, but in, in, in the risk then is going to be is 
Google's implementation, if they actually do what we're thinking they may do, then, you know, how's the revenue share going to work? They're going to have to look at revenue share differently, I think, from this than YouTube, but maybe they won't. Maybe they'll apply the same model. And if they do, then, um, you know, podcast, well, you know, I said it during the state of the podcasting session. I said, podcasters need to be prepared now. And, and I'm just, I'm going to resign myself to this and it, it sucks, but, um, you know, with programmatic starting to come on, you know, the new norm might be six, 10, 12 dollar CPMs. And, uh, we've been talking about it on this show, but if you have no advertising now whatsoever, is 12 better than nothing? I, you know, I'm going to hold the line on host reads, but, uh, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but. Well, any kind of any kind of feedback that I'm I'm going to give Google is going to be trying to shoot for those higher CPMs. Uh, let's let's build a platform that will um, will enable us to keep the CPMs up. But but the problem is is they're uh, it, it, it's it's not a model that they do at YouTube. At YouTube, it, you can be a media buyer and go in and buy YouTube on yeah. your own. You, you don't, yeah. you know, and you just upload copy and it's done. It's there. It's, it's going to get served and, uh, yeah. you don't have much choice on, uh, you know, the, the, sometimes it's a race to the bottom. So yeah, I had a, I had a uh, individual talk to me about remnant and I'm like, remnant is not a word you can use in the podcasting space because don't even use it don't that, even use that, it that is a yeah. word you should never that, that is not a word that should be ever talked about in the space because podcasting is not like radio we're on 24 hours a day there is truly no remnant material remnant inventory yeah i agree with that there's none but um yeah it just doesn't work that way no I think that's 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 a radio person looking at it, mm-hmm. and it's not a person that really understands the the medium. If they're talking like that, they don't really understand what they're talking yeah. about. So you know, I had to spend time um, educating a little bit on that particular topic as well. And I said, don't forget the guy that's doing the show is the GM. He's the general manager. He's the advertising uh, marketer. You know, <laughs> oh, and he's also the talent. So uh, you know, and 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 remnant inventory. Oftentimes, I mean, unfortunately, and that's where we run into some problem is is considered unsold inventory, right? Right. So, but you know, but unsold inventory in the podcasting space isn't the same thing as uh, a radio spot that plays at two a.m. on Sunday Sunday night. You know, um, it's not the same thing. Yeah. So anyway, so, that. Yeah. But, oh, we've we've covered a lot of ground here. Uh, and we haven't even looked at and even looked at what's in the news. I, I've had my head down all last week with uh, uh, my client, but um, I, I just uh, it's it's exciting. I'm going to tell you there there it's going to be a. I think you're going to see more investment. You could see some more mergers. You could see some outright purchases. I I think everything. I think everything's on no, the I, table right now. Yep. I think that there's been more chatter around companies um, talking to each other mm-hmm. than really ever before. Yeah. Um, hence, hence the bar discussions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And and the VCs are paying attention now. Uh, there's just a lot of a lot of buzz in the space right now. 
you know it's um, and it's not necessarily the vc the it's it's not i wouldn't say necessarily vcs it's late investment co- companies that come in when you hit a certain marker you know they they're looking for companies with a, a generating x number oh. of re- x amount of revenue yeah it's not it's it's not startup investment no yeah. no it's it's this is this is investment in um, it's old money fairly profitable companies <laughs> right it's old this money is growth yeah yeah i mean it's growth investment is what i yeah. would call it yeah you know and someone asked me well, what would you do with this much and i said i'd buy this this and this <laughs> <laughs> you and you'd be in our situation <laughs> when you when you when you buy something out you guys are merging you guys aren't buying, so you know. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, there is a difference between buying and merging. Why? Yes, there is. There's a big difference. There's a big, big difference in culture and a big difference in expectations right. between the two companies. Yeah. Um, you know, buying tends to have a negative connotation to it. And, uh, merging tends to tends to have a more positive outcome. To yeah. It. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think I was, you know, coming back, I had probably 30 topic items that I wrote down as stuff that, you know, was discussed at the show or things we heard from customers or, you know, so there was a lot of feedback that came and, and good feedback and, you know, I, you know, doing deals right at a, you know, right at a break area, you know, so, uh, uh, there's a lot of people there, you know, making moves right now and trying yeah. to determine what they're going to do with their networks and, and everything else. But it was, so did I, you see, um, Oh, go, go ahead. Ty. But I was surprised that we didn't have as much radio traffic, uh, at least at yeah. the booth. Go ahead. What did I see? What did you happen to notice? Um, whether there was a lot of kind of new podcaster traffic to your, Mm-mm. your booth. Uh, These 90% uh, of the people we talked to were existing. existing. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's what we, uh, I'll tell you what the show has done. Uh, we've moved. As a matter of fact, Mike Dell, my lead support guy, he basically says, I'm tired of talking about SoundCloud uh, because we, we've, we moved a massive number of people after the show. That's all they did all last week was move people off SoundCloud. And it was largely from people that were at Podcast Movement that were shopping. I'm sure the, the other companies were doing the same, but we've moved. Uh, they've been slammed just moving people off SoundCloud from the show and people it's weird and maybe it isn't off from the show but maybe some people finally now that things have calmed down over there they decided to make the shift and the panic's off so they can do a strategic move but um, they're losing they're losing a lot of podcasters I have been hearing a lot of talk about um, there's some concern that uh, Spotify is or not Spotify but SoundCloud is not going to support the new Apple Apple tags now they're, they're not employed right well who do they have to do it their team was uh, disbanded yeah. yeah at least that's my understanding so who's so that's the, that's going to put them at a disadvantage right and come September and I told the guys it comes September 20th or whenever OS 11 is released because they're going to, I think the new iPhone is going to be announced on the 12th of September. 
So that usually means eight to nine days later before iOS, when they start delivering. So if, if the iPhone starts delivering on the 20th, they're not delivering it with iOS 10. They're, it's going to deliver with iOS 11. And the second that comes out and all these, ma- all these podcasters update, uh, they're going to, well, <laughs> if you haven't, if you're not ready for these new tags, uh, people are going to be like, why? And when they find out that they're not and don't have a response to it, I just tell the team, be ready when this rolls, we'll have another influx of people that are moving off services that don't support the new tags. Because some podcasters no. don't, here's the, okay, and shoot myself in the foot here, but a lot of podcasters don't need them but they're going to think they need them and they're going to react when they're not supported. Yeah. What do you think? Well, they need to be assured that there's, there's going to be a pathway soon. Um, Well, fairly soon after the deployment, um, Rob, they've had since February or whenever, but, Nobody's really known for sure when Apple was going to pull pull the trigger on this either. Well, the the so, iOS 11 update, yeah. we know that updates come with new iPhones, so you know. And, and there's no reason why those tags can't be implemented right now. It's not like it's going to break anything. We, we were ready two days after they announced the new tags. We didn't release them for a month, but we <clears throat> yeah. were ready two days after. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. And go ahead. I I hope they don't implement them. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so. It says Bravo and Oxygen uh, reach new milestone with their podcast. Did you see this article no. that came out? No. What was that one about? Um, I don't know. Just I guess they're talking about. I guess Bravo and Oxygen have podcasts. Huh? Who would have thought? Hmm. They've had a million downloads, Todd. Hey, well, a million's a million. You know, a lot of podcasters wish they could get to a million. Yeah. So, also, yeah. this uh, podcast Detroit thing is going on. I think too. This event it was kind of sprung up the last minute. So there, there's an event going on in Detroit, and uh, right now, well, soon. It's not in. I, I, I've got an email I need to follow up with. To make sure, see if we're going to send someone podcast there. Podcast Detroit. It's called Podcast well, Detroit. Well, I don't know if it's called Podcast Detroit, but it's a podcasting event that's going to be in Detroit. But I think it's mostly run by. Um, oh. It's a. They've got an incubator over there um, at podcastdetroit.com. Okay. I don't know if they're doing it specifically or. But the, <clears throat> the event is going to have a whole bunch of Detroit podcasters. There's a lot of podcasting stuff going on in Detroit. So. Okay. Oh, podcastdetroit.com. Yeah, okay. I'm just trying to think. I may have been to this site once before. Yeah, I, Let's I, see if it's the same one I'm I, thinking I've of. I've got a task to follow up with somebody on Tuesday. So. Oh, no. It's, uh, oh, that's right. We, we have International Podcast Day coming up, don't we? Oh, we do. And uh, that's on, you know, We didn't talk about that. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about that. So here's, those of you that don't know, International Podcast Day is September 30th. And uh, Dave and uh, the team over there, they do about 30 hours of live events. And uh, so they, uh, it's basically every hour they swap out and have someone new come in and give a session. And I know they're starting to work on their 
their sessions that they want. Uh, I think we set a time for the podcast awards. I think it's going to be 8 p.m. Eastern, I think is what we agreed on. Uh, I have to go back and double check that. I got to start promoting that myself. But there is a full, like 30 hours worth of, you know, content that's going to be online and live sessions, training. It's usually a, it's a marathon event. It's, it's fantastic. So International Podcast Day, September 30th. So, so you're going to do, do a hour of it or something yourself? Well, the podcast awards ceremony is going to be streamed live during the, we're, we're, okay. yeah. So we'll announce the winners and all okay. that stuff on the, on the 30th. So gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. I haven't been booked with doing, doing anything for it this year. So yeah, you need I don't to, know what's happening. need to reach over there and talk to them and if you want to have a. A, a time time slot okay but um yeah it's it's a good opportunity to get some exposure they can they usually carry a pretty big audience through the 30 hours people come and go but um yeah so we hope yeah, that they usually do like a sweep through all the time zones don't yeah they? yeah every time they start out and people are on out from australia and in europe and uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's not always a hundred percent English either. So it's to have sessions with people in their native language. So, but, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be, we should ramp up their numbers. I would think for, for live audience by the, having the word ceremony on 8 PM. Yeah, I think that's the time 8 PM Eastern. I re-verify that with my notes, but I should have been prepared to promote that bad podcaster. Bad, bad, bad. bad. <laughs> well, we are all, we're already. Uh, oh yeah, we're way way past way over. But we held quite a few folks. Had a lot of folks on YouTube today. Had a lot of folks on uh, the Facebook. I think we were as high as eight or nine on Facebook at one time. So, you know, one thing is, please check in on Facebook when you're when you're watching us. Please say hello. We want to hear from you. And I want to thank everyone that did. Uh, Tim, Rick, uh, Francesco, Rob, uh, Rob McCracken. So love Rob. He's always fun to hang out with at uh, events. Yeah, so yeah. him and I are going to him and I are going to do a trip together some point. We're we're going to pick a destination. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. We were talking about. <laughs> what him, does that mean? Yeah, we're going to do like a cruise or something. Yeah, it's a vacation or something. Him and I are going to go and uh, you know have a have a guy's trip somewhere or something. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we're just talking okay. about it. You know, we're just shooting the shit. Maybe Vegas or something. Maybe if you want to come along, Rob, you can come along too. So <laughs> that sounds rather scary, actually. Well, you know, it'd be a lot of fun. You know, just have to, you know, have your wife give you a hall pass for a couple of days. Uh, you know, a limited yeah, hall pass go. to hang yeah. out with Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Yeah, what goes to Vegas gets posted on Facebook, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's safer to go with a group because then you keep each other in check. You know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I need all the help I can with that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so we've been having a lot of fun on the show. We, you know, it just, you know, if you guys, those of you that can't, that did not come or could not come to uh, podcast movement, you know, if if you start planning now, and next year's in Pittsburgh, and um, you know, save some money now if you, if you want to come. It's really more of a family reunion. You're going to learn some stuff, but you're going to be able to hang out and 
you know, it's, it's for me, that's the more important part of the whole event. And, uh, and you can learn something at the yeah. same time and, uh, it's just, it's just a good time. So make sure you, you plan to come next year. Um, I, I don't think I've ever been in Pittsburgh. So I think for me, this will be a, a new city. Oh, in explore. Philly, you mean? Or in Philly. That's right. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Not, not Pittsburgh. Yeah. Philadelphia. I don't know why I keep saying Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, but, uh, so it'll be in Philly. Yeah. I've, I, 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 I think I was in Philly once and got like an afternoon and got a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. I, I have been to Philly once, but never spent Dave, any time Dave, in the city. Dave Jackson and I went to get a, get a Philly cheesesteak and, um, in, in downtown Philadelphia. And we visited the, the Liberty Bell together a- after last year's mid Atlantic podcast. Conference. Oh, that's cool. So, so, so the chance to hang out together for a day. So that yeah. was fun. It was yeah. fun. It's a great city. It's a great city. So it should be a great event. No, well, there's a lot of an incredible amount of history there too. So you, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's where the Constitution, right. the U.S. Constitution, was signed. Yeah. And you can actually take a tour through that little building where they actually did that, where the the founding fathers all got together and uh, formed the the U.S. Constitution. And I think don't they have? Isn't the Const- the original Constitution on display there? Do they have that? Is it? There? I don't believe so. I believe that's that that's at that's at the Smithsonian oh, okay. in uh, Washington D.C. on okay. the mall. Yeah. So there probably yeah, is a replica there. But I I didn't see a replica nope. there when I was there hmm. because I I took a tour. Both Dave and I took a tour through that whole thing together. And, gotcha. Uh, I didn't see a Constitution there. It was just where the the big room was, and they had it all staged like right, it was right. when they. They signed the Constitution. So exciting, so exciting, exciting. So. It is, it is, and it's going to be a little earlier. It's going to be what the end of July oh. instead of August. Okay. So it's like the twenty third, twenty fourth through the twenty seventh, or something like that of July. All right. Hmm. Um. So it'll be a little earlier. So it'll be less than a year before the next podcast movement. Wow. And our people are already speculating where the two thousand nineteen event is. They've got this running poll. My prediction is they're going to bring it back to Texas. That's my five-year and fifth year. Though is is it be next year be five or what was this? This was this three. Was four. This was four. So next year's four. five. This okay. was four. Wow! Yeah. Wow! 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 Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Holy cow! Time yep. flies. We're having fun. All right. Yeah, and they had at the at the conference they had uh, little stickers you could put on your badge. Oh, that that's said right. how many years yeah. you, you've been, been in attendance. So, so I didn't see a lot of fours. I didn't see a lot of fours around, did you? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 rem- I was a four. but, but So I, I shouldn't knew that. Hey, um, by the way, uh, Dan, badges that have names on both sides. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and also have the, the company name and the, the name be a little larger on the badge, too. Yeah, yeah so that's what it looked like now. Of course, we sponsored the back of the badge. So <laughs> you covered up Block Talk Radio. What's wrong with uh, well, you? now come on, now you know. So we we were assisting people in doing the right thing and 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 having the the proper advertisement on the back, oh, and you know, you were you were doing the right thing. Yeah, yes. we were doing the right uh, thing uh, and okay. helping them. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Block Talk, sorry, you didn't get your advertising dollars worth on mine. Um, so yes, Todd, you're yes. so bad. Yes, event, event, the vendor, uh, vendor, uh, vendor, rub rebellion. Uh, 
So <laughs> they and, paid good money for that. Yes, they did. Come on. <laughs> I was going to show you what else I had on it too. We have these real cute little limited edition blueberry. Um, oh, very nice, Todd. Yeah, very nice, yeah, Todd. Yeah. So we gave a few of these away as uh, uh, to to select friends. So Schwag. Yeah, these little cute little pins. These things are not cheap, but they're they're awful cute. So they are. They are very very political. Your guys' right. stuff is going to be BTR Spreaker Talk Radio or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be something that complicated. That's right. Nobody will be able to remember. Yes. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here, and I hope you you had a good time. Uh, If you got feedback about your attendance at Podcast Movement or if you're wishing you would have went, um, again. There's uh, also a a virtual ticket I think you can still get, right? I'm going to tell you, it's probably worth buying that virtual ticket. You know, because it's I'm looking forward to it because I want to. There was so many sessions that were like, "Ooh, I want to go to that one." Um, yeah, I missed pretty much everything. Yeah, I'm going to be redoing my uh, session uh, live at some point here and and, and expanding. Uh, it it was mis- you know I was really worried about my session because I I did this social media strategies and um. In my first slide was I'm not here to teach you how to tweet. A few people got up and left, but the rest of the folks stayed. And uh, um, I, I was really concerned because I the flow of it was kind of weird. But uh, um, I got good feedback on it, so I'll do it live and expand because there's so much stuff I couldn't talk about in the 45 minutes I had to, you know, put it together. Then. I don't know. Do you feel? Do you feel that way too, Rob? Sometimes you're like, "Man, I need another ten minutes or so." We definitely needed more time for the uh, stay of the podcasting. Session. Yeah, well, we didn't really get much time no. to take Q and A questions no. at the end. It just no. was too much to cover. Yeah, um, we ran out. I tried. I tried to squeeze in. I think we got in one, maybe two questions, maybe. Yeah. Um, it was. But yeah, it was not. Forty-five minutes was too short for that session. Yeah, there's too much yeah. to cover. Okay, yeah, well, we, we've exactly. uh, self-promoted too much here already, but everyone, thanks for being here. <laughs> and uh, thanks for hanging out with us on Facebook and on YouTube. And uh, you can email me directly, Todd at Blueberry.com, or follow me on Twitter at Geek News. Rob? Yeah, you can uh, reach me, uh, Rob, at Spreaker.com, and that's with an R. and uh, Or just send me an email to Rob at RobGreenlee.com. Um but uh, definitely, if you're curious about the Block Talk Radio thing, go to Spreaker Live Show. Just go to SpreakerLiveShow.com, and you can catch that conversation with Francesco. He he explains it, the whole merger in great detail uh, right there. It's about a 20-minute conversation um, talking about it. So, so and Rob, send check me, that out. Yeah, send me the link to that, and I'll make sure it gets in the show notes today so it's in there so you guys can they're curious about it okay. can uh and check it out but uh we're okay. glad we'll be back next saturday on a regular schedule so uh uh i'm home for a couple of weeks i think and but uh okay. we'll go from there but we'll see you next saturday on the new media show thanks for being here everyone have a great labor day weekend enjoy your day off for those of you that uh, get a day off tomorrow and uh yep. we'll see you here next week everyone take care see you aloha good night bye